What's up, buds? BJ, Um, Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Some of it. And we're going to start off by the first what we watched, which was TakeOver 25. 25. 25. And it was probably one of the best TakeOvers. It's up there. Yeah, there's a couple I'd have to go back like, and check. Yeah. Chicago. Right. Chicago 2. Um, or two of the first ones yeah. that come to mind. The first Brooklyn was really fucking good, as I recall. But it was, yeah. um, as far as overall show, like, it's the best show of the year so far of all shows, match for match. I'd say so. It was only slightly better than Double or Nothing, but I think it was a better show than Double or Nothing. It shortened itself with Double or Nothing being a tad too long, in my opinion. Right. But Yeah, Double or Nothing went, what, four hours? I think a little I think plus. including the pre-show, but yeah. But still, that's a little... Right. That's like, a three and a half is like my maximum, and then mm-hmm. after that, I'm ready to tap out. Me so, too. For at least for one <coughs> one sitting. Right. But no, take over two and a half hours, which I think two and a half hours for... That's about perfect. About two perfect. hours is two... Like, 215 to 245 is the yeah. sweet spot. That's your right. range right there. Yep. You got that half hour to play with. Yeah, like a movie. Yeah. I don't like three-hour movies most of the time. There's been a few exceptions. But Green Mile. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln. I didn't say Lincoln. Um, Those are the Gangs of New York for me. I never watched that. Oh, it's really good. It's me. I don't watch shit, dude. You know me. Like, I'm trying. You should... Yeah. I told Dribs, like, like, I don't know why you bother. Like, you know I'm not going to watch it. You know I'm not going to care if I do. Like, I don't... I don't I have know. desire to watch TV. I know. Whatever. It's not wrestling. I get it. Or people I don't playing it, or but... people playing Minecraft on YouTube. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I don't get that one myself, but I like mm-hmm. it, so fuck it. But I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I watch everything in the background. I do other things. But... See, and then at that point, I'm not watching it because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Because my I can't multitask oh, like that these days, see, I like I could when I was younger. Yeah, I still can. I've lost the ability with all the drinking and even after quitting it's never come back. So yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um But yeah, yeah so takeover. We started off with uh Matthew Riddle taking on Roderick Strong. Yeah. Surprisingly not the tag team match to start off the card. It was a little weird. I um, But it was good. We expected it. Fantastic yeah. match. Their mm-hmm. styles th- their styles, their different wrestling styles worked really well together. Yeah. Even they shouldn't have because they did kind of clash, but it worked. I mean, I really yeah. liked the match. I thought it was a lot of fun. No, I did too. It was. They beat the shit out of each they other. They did. They beat the fuck out of each other. It was fun. That's a good way I to start mean, a match. Uh, or a yeah, card, I mean. A card, yeah. Yeah. I well, I mean, it was. I'm sure whatever they did to start the match was a good way to start the match too. Right. I don't recall it being bad, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Riddle won. We yeah. both took Riddle, didn't we? Yes, we both took Riddle for that. Yeah. Um, actually, we both took. As normal with NXT TakeOver, we both took the exact same thing. Oh, and Wills across the card. So, yeah, we almost yeah, always do. Um, oh, no, that's not true. Tag Team Championship. Oh. Yeah. Ladder match. You took Undisputed Era for the Wants and yeah. Wills. I took them for the Wants, but said Street Profits for the Wills, and right. Street Profits walked away. Mm-hmm. So I went the Wills, and we tied for the Wants. Nice. It's been a while since I've won one um, of these, so sweet. What was, that was the next match, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. That was a fun match, too. That was a fantastic the, match. Yeah, Those four tag teams was great. And yeah, the finish to this was... I don't want to spoil it, buds. Go watch it. It was so good. It was good. Yeah. Involved um, ladders. We'll tell you that. Yes, it did involve some ladders. Some, at least two. And someone grabbing the championship. Yes, a, a championship was grabbed. Montez probably Ford. two. And yes, it may or may not have been Montez Ford. Right. After that, we had the Velveteen Dream defend the North American Championship against... Mm-hmm. One Tyler Breeze, Prince Pretty himself. We both took Dream for the Wants and Wills because mm-hmm. you know, yeah, because it's dream. dream, yeah. And I want him and will him for everything, yeah, pretty much. Well, I think you're gonna get your way, BJ. Yeah, because he wins. Because um, of course he did. He's he the did. Dream. Yeah, this was good for him. This was a fun match too. Again, yeah. in this different way, and then them taking the uh, selfie. At the end, at the yeah, end. that was that was that was fantastic. Right. I had to go back and watch it after. I think I went to the bathroom and missed that part of it live. I, yeah, I think I was out smoking. Maybe I went and out with you. I don't remember something. Maybe both. I think it was both. 
maybe I was in the bathroom yeah. and you were smoking at the it same was. time. That's a very logical thing that could happen. Um, Either way. But yeah, I went back and watched it also, and that was pretty neat. Yeah, I caught, I recaught the ending too. It was mm-hmm. on Reddit or whatever. Sunday. Somewhere. I saw the clip. Um, and then after that, we had the women's championship. Shayna Baszler defending yes. against Io Shirai. Io. We both took Io, and we were both wrongo. Yeah. Unfortunately. I just want Shayna to drop the belt. It was still a fun match. Um. Do you still not like the ending? I, I've, got, I've liked it a little bit more since it happened. Yeah. I think just... I like it because it is a twist. Like, it's, it, you know, we've done it the other way so many times, and it's fun to see the baby face get their revenge in a heelish fashion. What I was going to say is what's become more evident to me since Saturday when we mm-hmm. watched it was that this is, by without without question, my favorite Shayna Baszler match. Yeah. Of all of her matches, this one was my favorite. Um, that first one with Kyrie's pretty fucking close, but I think this one's my favorite. This one with Dio was fucking awesome. I really like this match. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like the sleeper hit of the night. Like it was mm-hmm. good, but everything else was so good. This one almost kind of got drowned because yeah. I feel like of being that with, four spot. I mean, I kind of feel like that with every Shayna match because because everything is so good. Yeah, everything's so good. I mean, and they're right up there. They're, but I've at least heard people talking about this one yeah. more so than normal. So I mean, I'd say this one was as good as, I mean, better than the Riddle match. Yeah, I agree. I think this was better than uh, Riddle and Strong. For but sure. Probably not the other three. Um, I mean, the thing, though, is that like they're they're all they're so all different, different that you mm-hmm. can't really judge them on like comparatively to each other because the dream Tyler Breeze match told a completely different story than right. obviously a four tag team fucking ladder <laughs> match is gonna tell. Right. So yeah, yeah. very true. <laughs> um, and then and after then, that, it was Johnny Gargano defending the NXT Championship against that. Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Um, <clears throat> fucking dope rapper rapping and out. Amazing. I guess this rapper dude was, um, he yeah. does this on YouTube apparently. Mm-hmm. He reps, I guess, a lot of wrestlers. Yeah, over top of a lot of wrestlers' stuff, stuff and writes his own lyrics. Yeah. And he had the timing down with the boom and everything. Yeah, like, so I, it was really good. Mm-hmm. I went back and rewatched his entrance like two or three times, and they replayed it during NXT on Wednesday. Nice. And the rap was just, he's, he's, he's like, his lyrics make sense to a wrestling mm-hmm. like to listen it makes sense for Adam <clears throat> Cole's character and it's like basically right. an Adam Cole promo or the lyrics of the song it was really well done mm-hmm. I haven't checked anything else out yet yeah, but I've I did bookmark it to do so I just haven't done it yet nice uh, yeah, as I, I was telling you off weekend recording too. I've been so fucking busy mm-hmm. with work shit like I didn't even have band practice or anything right. this week yeah, me too but That's um but yeah and Adam Cole walked away with the championship mm-hmm. clean over Johnny Wrestling. Hell of a match. No outside just interference. And yeah, those two guys just fucking tore it down. Mm-hmm. We both said just slightly not as good as their first one, but right. just barely. And Meltzer apparently agreed by yeah. a quarter of a star right. yeah. less. So Yeah, 5-5 five, five on the last one, 5 and a quarter on this one. Yeah. And I think that's the only two WWE matches to have more than five stars ever. I mean, and it's like two guys. I think uh, I think the moral of the story at this point is it's not it's Johnny. It's Johnny Five mm-hmm. Star is what it means okay. to be because he he's doing it with fucking everybody now that I can think. He's got Andrade's in both of these. Right. Didn't one of the Gargano ones get five? And one of the Ciampa one, or Ciampa ones get five? Yeah. So that's four. Right. Five plus star matches just and, from Johnny Gargano. Right. Just in the last twenty or twelve months. Mm-hmm. Probably less than. Yeah. I don't remember when Andrade was last year. It was about this time. I want... I want Andrade back in NXT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I know his wallet doesn't want him back in NXT, but like... I do. Oh, man. Everyone does. Um, like him and Ricochet. Right. So yeah, that was NXT. You want to talk about whatever main roster or shit yeah. we got to talk about? Bray Wyatt. Let's talk about that first, because that was good. Yeah. 
the good Firefly Funhouse Fire, was amazing. Yeah, Firefly Funhouse was dope. This is probably my favorite episode. It's the longest, I would say. We're mm, close to close it. Close to it. One of the first two might have been right on yeah, par with there's the one... I think the first one was longer. Maybe. I don't remember. But yeah, this one was fantastic. I've watched every episode of these like three or four times. It's Why Jim is, is, is <clears throat> my new Jim. Yeah, they do have the t-shirts for sale, too. Are they black with pink? Yeah. Just like his? Yeah. I don't know if they have the t-shirts or just like the fucking tank tops. If they have a t-shirt. Oh, dude, I should totally get the tank top and like rock that out in public. That would be hilarious. Like Daryl Guns rocking that t-shirt out in public. The Muscle Man (laughs) t-shirt. Do the Muscle Man dance. Yeah, go watch that, buds, three or four times. It's fucking At fantastic. It's yeah, so it's so good. Um, that that was good. That was obviously the best thing on both shows. Yeah. Uh, what else? Kofi went to Ghana, and they yeah, they I did saw some play, of that on Twitter and shit. They did play a video package from there. Okay. And stuff that was really good. Um, and it was cool because like. I guess he got to visit his grandparents and for the first time in like twenty some years. I didn't know that. And I didn't see that. Yeah, either. like that's pretty. And dope. the the king or president or however they do their government down there actually like met with him and they like declared it Kofi Day or something and it's pretty dope. Like, so I mean, for him to get to do Kofi that with a WWE championship and for that country to see that. To see a kid that left there when he was, you know, four years old or some shit to become this. Right. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's about it. Shane McMahon was on my TV way too fucking much. Yeah. Um, I'm fucking sick of Shane. Yeah. Here comes yeah. the money. Jesus Christ. Like. Best yeah. in the world. Um, you know, we're all the first half hour we didn't see, we saw no fucking match. Oh, I saw a statistic. Was that, wasn't there only like 39 minutes of wrestling yeah, in there was a three like hour show? 39 minutes of wrestling, and on the Hulu version, it was like 14. 14 minutes on an hour and a half cut down on Hulu. Like, what the fuck, WWE? Right. They it's don't, horseshit. It's, it is horseshit. Give us what we want. Batista said it best. Give me what I want. And that's Vince to go play football, play the foosball, and trips to take over. Yeah. Literally. So, real quick, I got a list of spoilers from tonight's winners, or earlier today's winners, I guess, from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Ready? Sami Zayn, Aleister Black, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, the entire women's division, Vince McMahon's accountants, and the fans in attendance. <laughs> right. Oh, and Matt Riddle. <laughs> and Mansoor. And Mansoor. And Mansoor. So yeah, fucking Saudi Arabian horseshit started was today. It's fucking horseshit. Whatever. Mansoor won the fucking 50-man battle royal. Because of course he did. Because of course. Because he's Saudi Arabian. So duh. I mean, yeah. Made his debut there last year. Yeah. Been piddling around in NXT. Mm-hmm. Having, I don't even think he's been on TV in NXT. Yeah. That's the only place I've seen him is NXT. Okay. I was trying to think if it was there or 205, but it's NXT that he's okay. been on. Yeah. Only, well, at least only, he's been there. Only two or three times, but yeah, he's been on. What? That just looks like really close to the, yeah. Just my thought. <laughs> It is really close to the end. Right. And it's about to break. Um, so I watched a little clips from it. I, I refused to watch the whole show. I just wanted to see some of the bullshit. Because Undertaker Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> the ending's horrible, bud. Yeah, go watch the ending. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it tells you everything you need to know about the match. About the show, in my opinion. Well, about the show, yeah. The only cool thing I saw was Brock Lesnar tried to cash in on Seth after the match and Heyman tripped and distracted and dropped the briefcase and distracted Lesnar and uh oh Seth Rollins hit him in the dick that's what happened 
Oh, did he lowball yeah. him again? It That's distracted stupid. him, so he hit him in the dick before he could cash in. I hate that the only way that Brock Lesnar can lose these days is mm-hmm. if he gets hit in the dick. I'm pretty sure the last it's time he got lost by not getting hit in the dick was Triple H. I think so. And Triple H might use the sledgehammer to be fair. Probably. So wasn't their last match the... Wasn't it like his career and it was mm-hmm. falls, anything goes, and there were yeah, stairs where, like, in the ring and shit? Yeah, yeah, in the ring, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he used stairs and shit to finish off Lesnar. Right. Plus he's fucking Triple H. I mean, yeah, he's not because he be... is Triple H. He's not fucking him. That's Stephanie's job. Yeah, Stephanie fucks Triple H. Too. Right. Duh. Right. His his balls are in her purse, apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had okay. bouncy balls, I'd probably ask just to keep them in her purse so I know where they were. So true. If we were out somewhere, I'd be like, hey, can can you get my balls out so yeah. I can play with them? And then I got two bouncy balls to play with. God or maybe damn. three. Right. Maybe I'll give her all See. three of them to put in the bag. Because, God damn it, it's PG, pal. What uh, other balls would Orton be talking about? I know. Exactly. What, what other balls would he trust to put in a purse that'll fit in there? Like baseballs seem a bit excessive for a purse. Yeah, it was just one, maybe. But he said it plural, I so know. I'm just, maybe golf balls. They're not too maybe big and intrusive. I don't know that's if Triple true. H is a big golfer or not. Our truth is. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, that's been good. Uh, the twenty four seven stuff they do on social media has been good. Fucking hilarious. It does what it needs R-Truth to do. And Overall, yeah. even though I didn't like the whole the rules don't count while the match is going on, because I still disagree with you and think that's the dumbest fucking horse shit. That, that's that defeats like the it. point. It's like you can't use a ladder in a ladder match. No, it's I don't think it's like that. It's like, oh, the rules don't apply now. Like that's one of my biggest complaints about the WWE is the rules apply selectively, and here's yet another example of the rules mm-hmm. now applying selectively. Like, they just make it up as they they, go, and there's no long-term planning, which is half the reason it's such garbage, and why I didn't watch. 205 was alright. I will be happy when Tony Nese is no longer the champion. You and I were talking about that off-mic, but he's not a good... Like, he's a fine in-ring worker, and I'm not saying he doesn't have the potential to be a good champion, but we just came off Buddy Murphy, who's the best champion... The second best cruiserweight champion ever at this point. The only guy that was better was Neville. So. Yeah. And Enzo. No. No. <laughs> I know. He's third for sure. Though. <laughs> no, Cedric's third. Nah, TJP's third. Yeah. No. Should have been Mustafa. Should have been. No, uh, you mean I'm sorry, Ali. Right. Um, well, back then he was still Mustafa. Yeah. Alistair Black cut another promo where he's angry oh, yeah. at somebody about something. It's going to be, oh, it's totally going to be Bray Wyatt. Is that what they're Alistair doing? Black. That's so stupid. I think it is. Because Both of those guys need to get over. I know. Um, Why do they do this shit? I th- because he kept. You know, you come knocking and I'll let you in, is what the part of the promo was. Oh. Yeah. And I think. The Undertaker was on Raw and SmackDown in the leads up to. That was fucking He magicked into the ring on SmackDown. That was And then Raleigh came in and I heard the promo and it was shit. Mm -hmm. Like his promo sucked. It didn't make any fucking sense. Mm -hmm. It took him like three minutes to get to the ring, apparently. The joke I kept hearing was that nobody told him that there was a hard cut time on Raw in the year 2019. And they can't just go until it's over like they did back in 1999. Right. Which is true and funny. Remember the days when Raw would just randomly go over five to seven minutes because five million people were fucking watching it? Good times. Good times. Um, oh, you're so upset. Like I am. Like It's just... It's sad. It's just sad. Well, how about we talk a little bit about New Japan? Yeah. I uh, watched uh, Best of the Super Juniors 26. Mm-hmm. I watched clips from it, and I, I w- there's at least three matches I want to go back and watch. 
they're the best. All the others were tag matches, multi-man right. tag matches and stuff, which were all fine good in their own rights. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there was a lot of big names in all those. Jushin Thunder Liger was out there. Yeah. Um, trying to think of who the fuck else I saw out there. Suzuki was out there. Right. Uh, Zack yeah. Sabre Jr. was out there. Okada the was out there and stuff. But um, as far as the the matches, I think, mm-hmm. got to go check out. Um, Tanahashi and Jay White. Tanahashi and Jay White was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a really good wrestling match. Um, Jay White's really coming into his own. Um, yeah, every time I see him, I like him a little more. He's... Uh, He's changed his facial hair up a little bit and stuff and slightly altered his look just a little bit, but it works. Um, Tanahashi was stupid sexy. I mean, you Obviously. know how he does. That's how he do um, But then that match was followed up by fucking Juice Robinson defending mm-hmm. the U.S. Championship against John Moxley. Yeah. Well, he didn't defend it very well. And, uh, no, he did. Like, fucking amazing. This match was so Not well much enough. fun. Not no. Well enough. Um... Did you see their promos afterwards, too? Yes. They were really good. Yes. Um, you can, like, Moxley's, you can see his passions renewed. Oh, yeah. It was really fucking weird watching him come to the ring in wrestling attire. He right. wore tights and yeah. knee pads and boots. Mm-hmm. And it was just so odd because you're so used, used to seeing to. him as Dean Ambrose in right. jeans and a, a wife beater. Or, you know, right. A gas mask or whatever the fuck he happens to be wearing. Wrestler. And yeah, and now he looks like a wrestler and he wrestled um like Dean Ambrose turned up to eleven. Nice. Like it, it was he it was brutal. They were they got very mm-hmm. hardcore with it. They broke a couple tables, uh there was a lot of F bombs dropped by both guys. Nice. Juice is like Juice was more impressive just because mm-hmm. of remembering CJ Parker? Yeah. From NXT and what he did in this. It's the best Juice match I've ever seen of all the matches, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a lot. And I'm a yeah. big Juice fan. Me too. Um, I didn't expect Moxley to win the belt, but he I did. I did not. He did, either. though. God, I hope, I hope he's in the fucking G1. Like, so bad. So bad. Kicks off next month. I know. Yeah. I... Because imagine the matches he can have there. Him and Suzuki. Yeah. Him and Ishii. Like, just those two alone would be amazing. Zack Sabre Jr., I'd um, love to see the thing those two could do. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about some of the guys that would be dope. Um, I thought about uh, him and Suzuki was one of my first thoughts, like, at the end of the match. No, mm-hmm. there's a part where fucking... Uh, they're fighting out one of the aisleways. Oh, Dean Ambrose actually, by the by, did the shield fucking entrance and came down through the crowd. Oh, nice. Just like he did with the shield, which was yeah. pretty fucking... I thought that was a nice touch, personally, nice. that, you know, he came down the stairs through the crowd like yeah. the shield would have. That's dope. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. But anyways, um, there was a spot where they go down the fucking aisleway and they're fighting and whatnot. And as they go out, Moxley has the upper hand, but then Juice like it takes advantage of him out there. And he goes out into the crowd, and they think he's leaving, and he ends up climbing up on the fucking scaffolding around the entranceway, and he, like, flips off of him and jumps over fucking Moxley and just misses him, and they both go down, and you can see instantly Moxley's like, oh, shit, dude, are you fucking all right? And he wasn't laughing, but he was checking on him. Right. And uh, it was, yeah, it was brutal looking. Um, Nice. Yeah, they beat the shit out of each other as well. Um, this was a fun match, though. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And then you mentioned something about a third match. What was this third match of which you speak of? Mm-hmm. I was um, giving you a chance to talk because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was trying to transition. The Will team. Osprey. Uh, who was it? Um... See, the problem is, right now, with why I can't remember, is because he's facing Dragon Lee at Dominion. Which is going to be awesome. But I can't, and that's, that's what what's stuck in my up. head. Well, that's because that's what I had pulled up. Yeah, and that's why I can't... Oh, wait, I got it. Uh, Shingo. Yes. Duh, yeah. 
Shingo. They had a fucking amazing match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Meltzer gave it 5.75, which is like the second highest rated match he's ever rated. Yes. Behind the six. Behind the Okada Omega mm-hmm. 2, I think. I think it was yeah. their second match. There was, um... Ah, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Son of a bitch. Osprey, there was an interview a while back after, like, the AEW announcement and mm-hmm. when it was for sure that... The Young Bucks were gone, and Paige was gone from New Japan. And Osprey basically said, like, all these guys are leaving, and people need to step up, and I'm going to be the guy to step up. He wasn't fucking joking. Yeah. He's stepping up. Yeah. Um, him and Dragon that. Lee should be fucking amazing mm-hmm. Sunday at Dominion. That starts at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for you buds out there. Nice. I got that. On Sunday. That's what we should do. Watch it at 3 a.m.? Yeah. No. I we'll sleep go, at 3 a.m. We'll go D&D until no. 2.30. We'll go get some energy drinks and some fucking... 2.30. I'll be lucky if I make it to midnight. Yeah, I know. If I'm still at Jason's house at midnight. Right. 2.30. We got this. So, you want to... You, you got the Dominion... I put my phone down. You got the Dominion card? Do you want to... Um, Since we're already talking about New Japan, do you want to go through Dominion? Yeah, why not? Pull the card back up here. I can do the same. <coughs> I have the power to do that. Uh, this is not. Oh shit! I got it. At least the important, the big matches. Yeah. Um, <coughs> well, the first match on the card is. Shota Umino, which is Red Shoes' kid. Okay. Versus IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion John Moxley. Is it a title match? No. Not for the title. Uh, Shota is a young, or uh, yeah, a lion, a young lion. And I recognize him. I'm looking at a picture of him, and I've seen him before. Yeah, he's been around. He's starting to move his way up mm-hmm. from the Young Lions. I, he'll probably be... My guess is he'll be getting ready to leave. I just realized my his... card doesn't even list him as champion because it's not a match. So Not a final match, I mean. So, yeah. Yeah, mine doesn't either, but, yeah. I'm excited to see what and this then, kid can do. Yeah. And, I mean, I just talked up Moxley for, like, three and a half minutes. So. <laughs> right, Moxley's... Just probably going to beat the shit out of him and toy with him. Yeah. Is my guess. Most likely. Um, he did have, uh, and you could tell he was having fun and enjoyed beating the shit out of the young lions at ringside during that match yeah. for Juice, dude. He was beating them out. Like, that's what made me really think. That's probably That's right. what it did. That's what made me think he needed uh, to have a match with Suzuki. Because, yeah, he nice. was beating them up like Suzuki. And I was like, yeah, I want to see those two guys. Which nice. then naturally led me to Zack Sabre Jr., which is the same place you're bringing. That's too funny. Yeah. How similar we think sometimes in mm-hmm. wrestling. Uh, what's next? Kojima versus uh, yeah, Shingo Takaji. Yeah, so. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure who either of those guys are off the top of my head. Well, Shingo's the one that was in that match with Osprey. Oh, okay. That we just talked about. Well, then he's awesome. I don't recognize the last name, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah, then I liked him. I'm not super familiar with him either outside of that because that's the first, mm-hmm. that's the only. Day of the junior Super Junior tournament right. I watched was the last day. Yeah, I'm not sure. Either. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie, Moxley's the reason I fucking watched it. Right. I knew he was gonna be there. I thought him and Juice could have some fun, and boy, he did. <coughs> um. Woo. And then yeah. Tag team action. Some tag teams: Jushin Thunder Liger and Yoshihashi versus Suzuki and Saber Junior. That should be fine. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. I like all four of those guys. We were just talking about Suzuki and Sabre Jr. Right. Um, then after that, we got, oh, it looks like some Bullet Club action with mm-hmm. Jay White, Chase Owens, and Ishimori mm-hmm. taking on, ooh, taking on the team of Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, and Taguchi. Nice. That'll be a fun six-man tag. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good times. And then we got the... Uh, I like I Ishimori. I like Ishimori a lot. I feel like he should be used more than they use him. I don't yeah. know how to explain it, but right, he should have a higher place he's on the like, card than he does right now. He's I like ninety percent of the main roster. 
in WWE. Yes. Yeah. He's that guy that should be used way more than he's being used. <laughs> yes, yeah. that is exactly. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh, the never open weight championship. That's what yeah. I show next here. So uh, Tai Chi defending against Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii. That yeah. should be fun. I love anytime Ishii's on my fucking. Yeah, you are a big you are a big Ishii fan. That's true. I do. You every time he's he on, you get excited. That's true. It's great. What's not to like? Right. It's for the never open weight title, so mm-hmm. that should be good. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, I got the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Me too. Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa mm-hmm. versus Yvonne Sonata. This will be good. Who do you want for that one? Who you, uh... uh I I want to keep... I want the Tongans to keep it. As much as I like Evil and Sonata, I kind of do too. Yeah. But, I, man, I love Evil and Sonata. Me too, but they don't need it. That's good. Agreed. After that, we've got the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, the aforementioned Dragon Lee mm-hmm. defending against the winner of the Best of the Super Junior Tournament, Will Ospreay. I think is yeah. walking away He's with this, obviously. To. He's got to. Unless they're looking to... Well, I don't... I was going to say, unless they're looking to transition him to heavyweight, but if they were going to do that, why would he win best of the Super Junior this exactly. year? Exactly. Exactly. He should win this, and then he should win the fucking G1. I was thinking he should win this, and then he should win the Never Open Weight. Oh, yeah, I guess you could move him to that first. You yeah. You take it from Tai Chi. Yeah. Because I think that's a good bridge, and that's why that Open Weight's there. That's so true. So he can take that, and yeah. That's true. Right, it's my thought. Makes it easier with weight classes for a natural progression of your titles, kind of like mm-hmm. how the Intercontinental led to WWF Championship back in the day. Right, back exactly. When. Speaking of the Intercontinental, BJ, back when I could tell you all the champions in WWE, now I there's some I can't even tell you. Some, yeah, it'd be too difficult. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of the Intercontinental yeah. Championship, BJ. Yeah, Abushi and Naito. This should be fun. That I'm, uh, I'm probably looking forward to this match more than any other on the card. Yeah, Naito is um, one of my favorite wrestlers anywhere right now in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch him wrestle anytime, anywhere, pretty much. Right. No, I'm excited. I think Abushi still keeps it. I do too, but yeah, I'm never um, going to say no to a Naito match. And then, yeah, and then our main event. Chris Jericho! Right. And Incredible Joe Okada! Okada! For the IWGP Heavyweight Championship of the World! This is the one I'm most interested in. Their styles are so conflicting that if they chemistry-wise work out, like, this match could be... It could... could, It's weird to say that the championship match could steal the show, but it could still show. Right. Because this shouldn't be the show still a match. Yeah. Dragon Lee and Will Ospreay should be the match that steals the show. To me, with those two, it could be the best match on the show. Or Or the worst match. Because I just... Yeah, I don't know what to think out of these two. They just don't... I'm not going to lie. Everything I've seen out of Jericho lately has been very impressive since he showed up in New Japan, the Double or Nothing stuff. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited for this No, I am too. I want to see. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm just basically going to turn it on when I wake up. That's my plan too on Sunday. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it on whenever and watch it. If the kids want to watch, they can. If they don't, then they don't have to. So, yeah. Yeah, That's my thought. I'll probably get up. Go get some coffee or something. Well, I think on that note, I think it's time to transition back into the WWF a little bit. And little that's bit. right, I said F. Because we're going to talk about number 38 in the top 100 of 2011 wrestlers, Bob Backlund. I know that guy. I've watched a ton of Bob Backlund stuff. Me too. So I kind of knew what to expect going into this. I'm not going to lie, buds. I was not disappointed with what came out of this. Uh, I say we go to tra- the traditional... Time frame. Mine's from 1980. When's yours, BJ? Uh, 81. I guess that means I'll go first. Yep. I watched live from Madison Square Garden, September 22nd, 1980, the WWF champion Bob Backlund versus the NWA champion Harley Race in a title versus title match to become the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Of the world. Um... 
So... Yeah. The crowd mm-hmm. was on fire for this fucking yeah. match. Right. Um, so I'm just going to skip ahead. Bob Backlund wins, and I'll get yeah. to more of that later on. It was in Madison Square Garden, of course, Bob. He's the WWE champion. Of course he wins. Bob Backlund wins. I'm not even kidding. It's one of the loudest pops I've ever heard when he wins. It's ridiculous. Like, I've questioned on this show how people could watch and think that it was real. And I still don't know how. I still don't. Even as good as this match was, like, Right. I can see Bob Backlund talking to him. Mm-hmm. And I can tell that he's not bad-mouthing him because it's just kind of not Bob Backlund's style. Um, But I will say for the grab-a-hold era of wrestling, these two guys knew how to work a hold properly and keep the crowd on their toes. Just as they were starting to come down, they'd work them right back up. Uh, both guys juiced at one point, and there was some blood and a little red on them, if you will. But at the end of the day, uh, Bob Backlund grabs a sleeper hold. Um, Harley Race is almost asleep. As his hand is just about to drop for three, he grabs the ref and pulls him into both of them, and the ref DQs him. Bob Backlund wins by DQ. And the second he raised his hand, the crowd just... (gasps) And that was fucking loud. And cheers and goes crazy and shit. And then the ref gives Harley Race the NWA belt back, nice. and the second he, like, grabs it, just the whole crowd instantly just, <gasps> like, just as loud as they pop for back one, and then, uh, so Race, you know, puts it up to get him going even more, because he's a good fucking hero, because right. he's fucking Harley Race. And, um, fucking Bob Backlund, uh, um, then, like, runs over and gets up to the middle rope and holds the WWF belt up, and the crowd goes fucking ape shit again, and then he, like, rolls out, and Harley Race just holds it up, and they start fucking booing him again, and it was fantastic. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I've not watched a lot of Harley Race stuff. Mm-hmm. He was a bit more impressive than what, um, you know, I kind of yeah. thought, expected, whatever. But placing him is gonna be really difficult. Because his style of wrestling is so different than everybody else on this list. Mm. Um, He's probably going to go between Edge and Rey Mysterio, in my opinion. Which puts him fifth on this list for me. Um, I hated Bob Backlund as a kid. Mm. I I despised Bob Backlund as a kid. um, Until he started his running for president two years before there was a presidential election gimmick. Yeah. And then his feud with Bret Hart and the whole crazy crossface chicken wing. And then even more recently, the make Darren Young great again stuff. Like I've always been since 92 or so a big, big mark for Bob Backlund. And that's still true today. I I'm a huge Bob Backlund fan. I still feel like he's, if not the one of the most underrated WWF champions of all time, mm-hmm. of all fifty-one of them, or however many it is now, fifty-two or whatever it is, gender is fifty, I think, if right. I remember right. Where'd you say you put him? Number five on my list, he would fall between Edge and Rey Mysterio. Okay. I think he might fall between Mysterio and Foley, but he's—I mean, yeah. he's right there. He's that number five, six spot for okay. me. It's him and Mysterio. I'm not a hundred percent sure about. Yeah. And it's really different because, as I said, their styles are so, so fucking different. It's hard to compare those two guys. But I think, yeah. I honestly think I'm giving back on the edge because nostalgia. Okay. I've got way more yeah. nostalgia for, right. you know, my nostalgia for Rey Mysterio was the mid-90s WCW Cruiserweight shit he was doing with Malenko and Jericho and Eddie Guerrero. Because mm. I didn't watch his run on WWE like I was already out of it by the time he was right. doing his shit with Batista and all that whatnot. so how about your match BJ uh yeah so mine was um a steel cage match that's pretty good between Bob Backlund and Sergeant Slaughter and it was for the WWF championship yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Same. Like my fun. This match was so fun. The crowd Mine was, was fucking nuts. Um, and it was. It really just was a basic. It was a basic. Um, what you would think of as a cage match from 
late 70s, early 80s. Like, but they just did it so well. And Backlund sold well. His moves were more athletic than Sergeant Slaughter's at the time. Um, And, like, every time I'd see myself, I'd get distracted for a second because they'd rest. Dude, I would got sucked back in instantly when they started uh, moving again. Like, I mean, it was just, and then the story kept me enthralled for at least the last ten minutes. And it was a twenty minute match, but mine was a thirty five forty one DQ nice. was the official time from Howard Finkel. Nice, um, that's dope. Yeah, mine. It's a twenty minute, but it was. Um, and then the finish was pretty cool. He threw Backlund through Sergeant Slaughter between the cage and the ropes. And then he started to walk out and the crowd just, they're, you know, they're getting fucking pumped. Mm-hmm. And then he stops and he turns around and he picks him up and he does it again. Okay. And then he just, he just takes his good old time walking out of the ring nice. and just the crowd getting louder with every fucking step. And you could feel... Um, I mean, I was getting to it because the whole crowd is like, dude, just go, like go faster. Like you have this, like go, like the whole crowd is, and I'm doing the same fucking thing. And he just had sucked me in that much, like with his That's story fantastic. and then, and it's like, and you can see, cause yeah, for the last couple minutes, it was just, I could walk out at any time, but I'm the champ. I'm, I'm going to walk out when I want. Right. But, and it was still the face of just cocky and it was really Really fucking good. Yeah, I was really, um, really impressed with this match. So, I'm going to be honest. I was having... I guess I don't want to say opposite, but... I was... Yeah, I was having more trouble between him and Edge. Okay. Like, I think AJ's better. But him and Edge, like... I agree. I mean, I'm he's still on that same level there. He might end he up is. ahead of Edge. But yeah, Bob Backlund yeah. was fucking fantastic. Like, it, I mean... And it was, I mean, his athletic moves were great. Mm-hmm. And his selling was great. Yes. But his storytelling was amazing. He knew how to work the crowd, man. Mm-hmm. That's and he like, could, yeah. Like, and, and, and he could suck you in. And that's the, I mean, that's what made, that helped with my match. Because you've got mm-hmm. two guys that could do that with both fucking right. Harley Race and Bob Backlund at the same time. Right. I mean, and Sergeant Slaughter is <coughs> no slouch either, but. This was one no, of he's be- not. Sergeant, was... Sla- Sergeant Slaughter's not the best in-ring worker, no. but great character, amazing yeah. fucking yeah. character. Um, he's good though in ring. I'm not saying he's bad in right. ring. Don't get me wrong, but Sergeant Slaughter is. I like Sergeant Slaughter. He was on this list, right? Yeah, back in we already talked about him somewhere. Or yeah. So, uh, um, so I the, have him at seventy-two. News and rumors. And you have him at seventy-four. There you go. Um. I've got like two things. Okay. Shoot. Two things. Uh, a few. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard rumors that two women, and the rumors were in Italia and Alexa Bliss, went to Saudi Arabia because the government That's was going to allow a women's match. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it happened. Um, no, the, the government said no. At the end of the day, they said no, and so it didn't happen. And then um, from the Wrestling Observer, actually both of these were from the Observer mm-hmm. this week, um, the WWE apparently checked how ticket sales were going for a New Japan Pro Wrestling show to take place in uh, the UK on August 31st. And mm-hmm. when they heard it was not doing well, that's when they decided to do a takeover on the same day so they could outsell New Japan. Like Petty. That's fucked. fucking petty. Yeah, that's super fucked. Also, kind of weird that New Japan tickets aren't selling well in the UK. The like, UK's a hotbed for wrestling right now. Oh, I think someone said that that was wrong, though. Because New Japan tickets were selling well. Oh. And because there was, like, four different servers that were selling the tickets. Gotcha. And, and WWE was only, only looking one at one. Nice. That's and so, get. yeah... It's three or four. But anyway. Regardless, yeah. um, I'm glad to hear that because I want all the wrestling companies to do well. Because mm-hmm. there's, you I can't go to. wrong by having more of it. 
Right. That's the thing. Right. As long as it's not more WWE, like I want more of other things. Right. I don't want just more of one thing. Like I want more of multiple things. Right. I like me some New Japan. I like me some AEW. I like me some Two Hundred Five Live and some NXT these days. Right. It's about all I watch. That's all I'm doing next week. This week I was done. I'm just done. I'm done. I've been done. I'm going to look it. out Firefly from the house. Same. Like today, I feel fine with what I watch. I watched the ending to the matches I wanted to watch endings to. I read what happened and I'm good. That's all I need. <coughs> I used to do that back yeah. in the day too. So, whatever. Archer. Um, what do you got? What else you got for news? So, apparently, there was an incident in Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Last weekend. Okay. Um... A fan was heckling the heels like you do when you're front row. Like good natured, like um until they got not good natured. Oh, the women big. started saying things and called him a virgin, so he said uh well it was what's her name? Bully Ray's wife. Um I'm not sure. One of the beautiful people. I can't think of them. The, the beautiful people from NXT or TNA back in the day. I'm just saying. I don't know who that is either. Yeah. So. Yes, you do. She was on. Uh, I mean, I might know her, but in. I don't know who the beautiful people are. Like, yes, you do. Madison Rain and the one that's not Madison Rain, which is Bully Ray's wife. I mean, I'm not familiar with that term. You for usually me. are. Madison Rain, Lacey Von Eric, and Cute Kit. Also, Angelina Love, Velvet Sky. Angelina Love. And Mandy Leon. Or Velvet Sky. One of those. I know Velvet Sky. Yeah. Velvet Sky. It is Velvet Sky. Yeah. Right. So, Velvet Sky. But he said to her, and... Or she called him a virgin, and she said, well, at least I'm not fucking that fat fuck Bully Ray or some shit. Yeah, I clicked her name, and dude is... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I see a picture of him there. Right. And so Bully Ray pulled this kid backstage, or had this kid pulled backstage and told him to fucking knock it off because he got all butt hurt because his wife couldn't handle it. And I could, I mean, from what you're saying, it does not sound like the fan really, like, you can go that far. If you're heckling the fan back, then. Right. And one when a girl also spit in his face at one point, so I don't know. Like, there's uh-huh. this whole story to it. <clears throat> it's fucking nuts. I'll have to see if I can find it. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I know who Angelina Love is now. That I see a picture yeah, of her. I fucking told you. But I don't know them as the beautiful people. The beautiful people I know is a song by Marilyn Manson. Right. I'm not familiar with this as a wrestling gimmick thing. They were the ones. Was that Billy were... Gunn in it? Apparently, I don't know. That looks like... Yeah, that's Mr. Ash, right? I wasn't watching when he was in it. I know those two. That looks like Mr. Ash. Um, anyway. Anyways. So, also, other good news, though. Uh, today, Sami Zayn launched a new campaign for Syria Medical Relief. Oh, cool. Uh, started at the exact time that Super Showdown started. Good call. Yeah. I like so, I like Sammy Zane. He's a good guy. Yep. Um, Biggie. Biggie. His Twitter is the best. Someone asked Biggie if. Um, asked him about his risky tweets and, you know, what he thinks of why he posts what he posts. You know? Right. He's, it's like that episode of Seinfeld where George perfectly gets stains on Babe Ruth's jersey. And drags a World Series trophy through the parking lot. I couldn't get fired if I tried. Right? I saw that. That was fantastic. And then Wrestle Circus responded, Come wrestle for us. I'm sure you'd get fired and we both get sued. But it'd be a hell of a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Which is great. He's not gonna. (laughs) Considering he's not wrestling anywhere right now. Right. Because he's hurt. Um... That's actually all I had. I didn't have much this week either. All right. So, so then I guess on to number 37. Is that it? Rick Martel. Rick Martel. The model yeah, for 
Yeah. You WWF fans out there. I go first. Mine you was didn't go Marvel, first. But was yours earlier or later? Mine was... Just curious. Mine was like 90s. Seven. Okay, mine was 90s. But whatever. This is only fair. Right. I'm going first. Yeah. But it was... Mine was the model. Rick Martel versus Piper. Um, this was pretty good. Piper was... It was like a 10-minute match. Uh, you kind of knew Piper was going to win. Just... Because it was Piper no, against I get Rick it. Martel in 1992. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, <laughs> but like, or 91 or whatever. But even though, I mean, Piper just kind of beat the shit out of Martel, but his selling was really good. Um, like, really good. He didn't get much off. Okay. Like, I kind of wish I watched a different match so I could have saw more of him. Yeah. His offense, at least. No, I get that. I totally get get that. He did get a decent amount. I mean, enough to get an idea. Um, But yeah, I enjoyed enjoyed it. Uh, And his character, I mean, has always... Like, I love... I love Rick Martel. Right. And the next one we get on the list coming up. But... uh, Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to think of. Like, I'm going to put him. He's better than Scott Hall. How about Christian? Christian! Oh, well, you're looking at yours. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Foley! So, yes, he is better than Christian. He's better than Scott Hall. I don't know about Foley, though. All right, so you're putting him on a seven. Like, I think Randy Orton's better. Okay. So, there you go, buds. Now I know. I will say, for me, Rick Martell is... Yeah. Like, when I think of Rick Martell, I think first... The model jobber or mid Carter. I don't want to yeah. say jobber, but mid Carter, mm-hmm. lower mid Carter, but mid Carter, and or tag team. Right. I don't really think. Strikers. Yeah, I don't really think solo yeah. specialist. You know. Um, that being said, I watched Rick Martel. I'm pretty sure the model as well versus Jake the Snake Roberts from WrestleMania Seven. And I don't think BJ's quite thought about what happened at WrestleMania 7, but this was a blindfold match where both guys wore a sack over their head and had to wrestle. I remember this match. And it was a fucking blast. Yeah. It was great. I remember this match. Um, so I did later on in life, within the last year and a half, find out from something to wrestle with that uh, both guys could see out of their bags, and that actually kind of made me sad a little Aww. bit. But it's like they did a really great job of pretending like they couldn't see each other. Uh, There was a spot where Martel almost accidentally starts beating the ref up thinking it's Jake, but then realizes it's not because the ref's wearing a shirt and Jake wasn't. Um, Jake is pointing around the ring and the crowd is cheering and or booing to help him find Rick Martel, but Rick always just happens to walk out of the way before Jake gets to. But it's so much fucking fun, bud. Go watch it. Um... You know, just thinking back on WrestleMania, this is probably one of the funnest highlights of Seven, because mm-hmm. Seven's not awful, but it's not the best WrestleMania either. Seven's Sergeant Slaughter and Hogan. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, not the best, but not the worst Mania. No. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat, but just with two... Like, Randy Orton's definitely better. Mm-hmm. But I think Rick Martel's better than Scott Hall, so it's for me him and Christian, which is the spot you have fully in is between those two guys. Yeah. So I'm in the same place, even though that's a couple spots back from yours. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's where I would put him too. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, tell us what Rick Martel match you watched, Buzz. Right. And, and then next, next week, week uh, the yeah. Ravishing mm-hmm. Rick Rude right. coming in at number thirty six. Mm-hmm. Paul fucking Orndorff. Mr. Wonderful himself. Um, yeah, that should be fun. Both of those should be fun, yeah. yeah. I'm familiar with both guys. I've seen a lot of Paul Orndorff matches. I've seen a lot of a lot of Ravishing Rick Rude. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Rick Rude was one of my favorites as a kid. Just because of his fucking tights. Those were the best with all the fucking airbrush paintings and mm-hmm. shit like that. I mean, you buds know by now I'm a sucker for a good heel, and he was one of those heels mm-hmm. I always liked. So I'm good for I'm a sucker for a good airbrushing. I'm a sucker for a good sucker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A good one. Yeah, um, it's gonna I, be good. I would be honest. My favorite sucker is like a uh, sour apple blow pop. Because then you get the gum after the fact. Sour apple. Isn't that a commercial one? Remember that? I don't remember that From one. When was a kid when we were kids, yeah. I assume it was from when we were kids, yeah. I don't remember that one specifically. Yeah. I don't know. By charms. I can't remember everything, but... Sour apple! Right. I'm down. But that shit's good, man. We should go get some of that. What's Maybe. That, what's that gonna... stuff we used to eat back in the day? Crack. Pudding. Pudding. <laughs> Jello pudding pops. Back when those were things. Too soon. Too soon, man. Too soon. So hit us up, buds, and tell us what match you're going to yeah. watch from Paul Orndorff. You can catch us at BudsWW on the Twitter or email Gmail Fire. at the same place. I'm at D-A-R-R. Ha-ha. E-double-L underscore G-U-N-S. And I'm at Beej2004. That's B-double-E-J. Two double zero four. Double zero four. Uh, like, share, subscribe, whatever you do with podcasts. I don't. I still listen. don't know exactly how this stuff works. But listen you should, to yeah, them. listen to them. Uh, if li- you leave us a review on review. wherever, we'll we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll read your review of the podcast on on the podcast. Oh shit! So yeah, if you want to hear, I'll do it. If you want us hear, if you want to hear us read what you already wrote and read, then we'll. Uh, We'll but then all the other it. buds get to hear it too. Oh yeah, the other buds. Then you'll be famous like we are. You'll be as famous as BJ and Daryl. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're not going to tell you if that's good or bad, but you will be. No. It's uh, great. It's great. It's like Tony the Tiger. Said. It's brilliant. Do you at least remember that one? They're great. Okay. He worked for WCW. How can thing? I forget, yeah. dude? This is the that's f- Lee Marshall. He worked for WCW. Seriously. No joke. Okay. Tony the Tiger guy worked for nice. WCW. Nice. Me too. No, you didn't. I did. I, I met I met Ted back in the bar in the early eighties, uh-huh. and he hired me. Early eighties. You're like zero. <laughs> no, dude. Eighty four is early. No, that's mid. No, Four mid five. is five. Before five <laughs> is early. <laughs> After five is late. <laughs> no, I'm five is mid. Man. All right, until next time. Mid stands for middle. What's in the middle? Four, five, and six. You're full of shit. Maybe seven. Until next time, buds. That's BJ over there. I'm the accountant, goddammit. (laughs) And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, buds. (laughs) Just say, we fucked that all up. No, it's fine. It's super fine. I'm telling you.